the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon and welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show, originating live from the state capitol here in Tallahassee, Florida. We're at the TCC Innovation Center, right across the street from uh, all the action. And as always, we welcome you on this Tuesday afternoon, the 27th of February. And um, it has been an emotional day yet again here in Tallahassee. And that is because uh, there are other pieces of legislation that are moving through the process. But I want to tell you that um, the um, the package of three bills uh, that uh, have uh, been moving through the Florida Senate today, they're going to be at their second stop. The House uh, routed them through their Appropriations Committee uh, earlier today. And so the House of Representatives had their opportunity to uh, hear uh, just uh, scores and scores of uh, riveting testimony. Of course, a lot of testimony of um, of people wanting to demand certain things, and you know, um, it, it it it's very clear that everyone involved in this process, no one's going to walk away with everything they want. Uh, I've I've tried to just share with folks that uh, you know. We are not going to have a ban on AR-15s. That's just not going to happen. I think there is a good faith effort in many other areas uh, other than that. And uh, even today, the fact that they, the Florida Senate uh, in the early committee meetings as well as the Florida House, they have both agreed to raise the uh, age to 21 for someone uh, buying a gun. And uh, when we get into some of the other aspects that we've talked about the last couple of days, the um, the Florida NRA folks here in Tallahassee, they uh, they are opposing the bill because, of course, they oppose raising the age. They're very uh, sternly in the camp that uh, their members are law-abiding citizens. You don't uh, hear uh, a litany of NRA card-carrying individuals involved with these atrocities. And um, even on a little side note, before we get into our discussion today, it's kind of interesting because some of the major airlines and other businesses have uh, cowered to those on the left that have asked them to disavow doing business or interacting with members with the NRA. That's the National Rifle Association. And, And my thought, as I was thinking about this, and I'm, it's not original to me, uh, but um, it's very interesting to me that because there are no statistics with the rank and file members of any large proportions that these these individuals aligned with the NRA are the ones that are responsible for the horrendous gun violence in America. So, you know, the light bulb came on 
And the real bottom line is innocent people. Innocent people who have aligned themselves primarily. You take the average hunter. You take the average man or woman on the street that uh, is uh, has gone to the great lengths to have uh, protection in their home, possibly a concealed carry permit. That what they're really doing is they're they're not going to punish the NRA as, as an organization. They're going after basically law-abiding citizens. And I know that we've had some corporations that have uh, certainly um, not bowed to that. I think one of them was uh, Federal Express. Federal Express made it clear we don't do politics. We deliver packages. Isn't that refreshing? Isn't that refreshing? So the other analysis I wanted to give you before we, um, we have a discussion about the Broward County Sheriff Scott Israel is what I want to um, I want to hear from you, our listeners today, about um, how you perceive some of the things that uh, we're learning in the last few days, uh, particularly about him. But I wanted to just share this testimony. And the testimony is, last week, if you have been following our program, and I'm honored if you've been with us and one of our listeners that try to plug in when you can throughout the week you know that last week it was the busloads of kids uh, about a hundred students from the parkland school that came up here and uh, big rally etc etc well today was the day of the parents Uh, many of the parents of the students bust up today and we're here at the capitol and i'm trying to search for a way to explain this it um when you hear the youngsters and 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 the students they have that they have that sort of unvarnished zeal hey man we're here they've been on a bus for eight hours coming up they got an eight-hour bus ride gonna get home at like three or four in the morning just a one day up one day back and you know what we're here and we demand that you do something and this 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 hor- this 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 horrible scene that they've seen and then this this gun that uh, uh, was used in this particular atrocity and and what they've been through um, that was one set of testimony today it was it was mom's dad's a lot of moms let's just say a lot of moms too sharing from a parent's perspective about that day. And so today, it was yet another angle on this. And then I must say that the Democratic leader, uh, Representative Moskowitz, you know, a couple of weeks ago, he was, he can be a, he can, he can be just a real antagonistic character. He's, he's a loyal minority. And uh, quite frankly, the Republicans uh, have the majorities in both chamber, including his chamber. And so, the Republicans really make a lot of decisions, and uh, it's not any fun being the minority party. Let's not let's you know put the issues aside. When you know Republicans were minority here for many many years, and uh, some of the ones that served way back when can tell you because in their era they sat on the back row of the chamber, and basically won't even recognize the speak half the time. I mean you know that's the way it was. So, but. Representative Moskowitz actually is a graduate 
uh, the Marjorie uh, Stoneman uh, High School there. And um, between his family, his his one of his children is in the uh, preschool or day school, just just uh, a block or so from the school. This is his district. And um, as the House was um, getting ready to vote after hours of testimony from those who came up, and uh, to hear uh, Representative Moskowitz just share about his community, his school, um, it was uh, it was it was a very moving moment because normally he's just antagonizing and and he's a very articulate young man, but uh, a lot of times uh, you know he's making a point and. It's a point that's not going to be part of the final discussion or decision on whatever the topic is. But, uh, again, um, I want to tell you that um, denunciations by all three of the representatives from down in the Broward area about the people on both sides of this of this issue. What I mean by both sides of the issue, um, denouncing... Um, Look, they're, they're, they're getting ready for the mailers. They're getting ready for the election in the fall. And there's a lot of people stoking a lot of stuff up. And guess what? It has nothing to do, nothing to do except for politics. And especially for those representatives who represent the people there. They were denouncing, these were Democrats, they were denouncing the political operatives on the left who are hoping to cash in with great uh, gains over this in the November election, and as well as those on the right. And uh, so much of what has been said and done is going to be in the product of campaign mailers. And so I want to tell you this, that when you have, look, we, we, we are conservatives. I am a conservative. And in recent history, the way we play the game, the play of the game is winner take all. And so in this bill, not you know, no one's going to be completely happy. Those who support gun rights are not happy about the fact of uh, raising the age of anything from 18 to 21. And um, but but those that say that we shouldn't be banning the weapons, it is the person who uses the weapon. Well, there's something to console here because of the AR-15s that are not have not been banned. On the other side. You know, there has been a lot of talk by those on the left about uh, the fact that uh, there was a time where we had uh, mental health institutions where people who had certainly had uh, those kind of issues, um, they were in uh, facilities. There's no facilities like that anymore. In fact, to be honest, you know that uh, anytime you drive around, you, you see a host of people that are homeless on the street. And if you ever engage them, you realize that there are some challenges uh, with uh, at least a segment of these folks. And uh, But uh, acknowledging mental health and acknowledging uh, the fact that uh, we have to change the law, that if someone like this inter- in individual, and I've got the sheet here, we're going to talk about it today, service calls, uh, 44, 45 service calls to this address, not just to the shooter, but the shooter and his troubled brother. But um, there's quite a paper trail here. We're going to talk about it today. 
But um, this is a compromised piece of legislation. It's not going to make anybody happy, but I think it allows to take some initial steps uh, that uh, I think that the other 49 states are certainly watching, as well as our members of the Congress. So it's been a truly historic uh, couple of days here. Well, it's been a historic week or so. And as we continue to move through the uh, the final days of this session, which I, I today think is going to, uh, I, I don't know how this finishes on time a week from Friday. I think there's going to be some extra time necessary, but we will see. But um, at any rate, here's what we're going to be talking about today. Sheriff Israel. I'm going to lay out some things, but our phone lines are going to be open at 877-943-9673. Of course, that is our toll-free number. If uh, you want to weigh in on whether or not, if you've been watching some of the coverage, should Sheriff Scott Israel be suspended by the governor? Is it time for him to be relieved of responsibilities uh, until this investigation is over? Tampa, you can get in the lineup now. Get your spot at 813-287-5700. If you are in Sarasota, Bradenton, Manatee County, you can reserve your spot at 941-955-0930. 941-955-0930. All others listening in on the Internet, uh, both uh, around our area, Florida, around the nation. This toll-free number works everywhere. If you'd like to uh, join the conversation about the sheriff, the Broward Sheriff, and I've got some details to share, 877-943-9673. Hey, just got a couple of days left for you to uh, register for your regnery opportunity. Five copies of Howard Kurtz's new book, Media Madness, Donald Trump, the press, and the war over the truth. He is a Fox News media buzz host. Hey, go right now and register. You could do it at either am860theanswer.com or am930theanswer.com. Either of our answer websites. Click on that contest tab and register. And you can come back and register again tomorrow. So at least you've got a couple of chances in the hat. We have five copies to give away. And I hope you take advantage of it. Bill Bunkley, live from Tallahassee. Join the discussion on the Broward County Sheriff Scott Israel. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Bill Bunkley here with a personal invitation to join me and my family on our 2018 10-day pilgrimage to Israel and Jordan. Be a part of this year's 70th anniversary marking Israel's statehood. Our tour host is renowned historian and EDI travel president Boaz Shalgi. Travel to Petra, the Dead Sea, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, Nazareth, Bethlehem, Jerusalem, and much more. See where end times will unfold and visit custom locations gaining insight into Jesus political issues facing Israel today. The all-inclusive price is just $3,965 per person, double occupancy. For just $3,965, you'll receive round-trip airfare from Tampa, four- and five-star hotels, Wi-Fi-equipped motor coach, three meals daily, all taxes and tips. For more information, go to letstalkfaith.com or call us 813-515-1510. 
That's 813-515-1510. Over a million Floridians petitioned to put Amendment 3 on the ballot this November. Amendment 3 will put voters, not politicians, in charge of casino gambling. And that's got Tallahassee politicians and lobbyists scrambling for gambling. They're trying to expand gambling now, before voters have their say in November. And that is exactly why we need Amendment 3. The politicians can't be trusted. And they're Proving it at this moment. For decades, casino gambling was decided by the voters. Then, politicians tried to legalize casinos without voter approval. Voting yes on three puts you back in charge. It's not about where you stand on gambling. It's about who you trust, the politicians or the people. Tell the Tallahassee politicians, let the voters decide gambling. Just leave it be until Amendment 3. Paid political advertisement paid for by voters in charge. 2640 A. Mitchum Drive, Tallahassee, Florida, 32308. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. It is a Tuesday afternoon here in Tallahassee. And uh, as again, I was mentioning earlier, it's been um, one of those days indeed. I want to remind you that uh, we are excited because we are getting ready to go to Israel. And we have uh, another couple that has joined our uh, pilgrimage. And uh, we want to extend the invitation to you. Have you ever thought about uh, going to the place where many of you, it is the source of your faith? It is uh, the hope that you have uh, for the future? Well, that's exactly what we're talking about. And there is an opportunity for you to join us on May 31st. We'll be leaving Tampa, Florida by way of, um, uh, uh, my mind just went by, Newark Liberty Airport. And uh, that's going to give you an opportunity to fly United Airlines. We'll go from there directly into uh, Tel Aviv, Israel. And I want to just challenge you to take a look at the itinerary. I'm excited, but um, the price that we have, um, we've got a price that's secured right now for you. But uh, as always, that price, uh, you know, we're going to be able to hold that uh, probably till middle April. We're not going to make a big deal about that. Uh, But um, for you to be able to take advantage of the awesome discount uh, that's happening right now, uh, we want to have you go to our website at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Check out the link just under my show picture, and uh, that will give you uh, uh, an opportunity to uh, take a look at the itinerary day by day. And uh, I, I do challenge you, sh- you know, share that with others. Have a chance to look at that uh, and compare that with other opportunities out there. I think you're going to be uh, very much impressed, and um, we'll be glad to uh, give you a call back if you'd like to talk about the trip as well. But I'm certainly uh, looking forward to we had a great trip um, last time. In fact, uh, you'll see some of the photographs uh, on the website uh, link there for this trip. Uh, in fact, they're updating the last four or five uh, photographs as we speak to be able to um, give you that uh, that view, if you will, of uh, some of the folks that were on the trip last time. And uh, I assure you, um, it's going to be a wonderful, safe, exciting opportunity. And uh, you you really won't come back the same. So go to our website, letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, and plug in. 
Well, let's uh, let's have our afternoon conversation. I hope you will uh, join the conversation. 877-943-9673. There have been horrible failures with um, the events that unfolded a few days ago with the massacre at the Parkland School there in Broward County. One of those failures is the Broward County Sheriff's Office. Now, you have a a very um, politically oriented sheriff. We have seen that. Uh, He seems to be an individual that um, he appreciates uh, getting out there in the limelight. He he jumped to the forefront and accepted an invitation with uh, Jake Tapper with CNN to do a town hall meeting with uh, Ms. Lois, who's the NRA uh, spokeswoman. And um, but upon closer inspection, we've uh, we've got some issues, uh, Houston. And um, and as we keep looking at it day by day, things are just not adding up in Broward County. And there's increased scrutiny on Broward Sheriff Scott Israel about not only him personally, uh, but about his office. Now, remember, let's review the facts. Again, phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. The question is, have we heard enough? Should Sheriff Israel at least be suspended immediately until the results of the investigation of how his office responded to this, both, I'd say, in the micro and in the the macro, 877-943-9673. So let's, let's look at the sheriff. The sheriff is in charge. It was his Broward County school resource officer who, when the shooting began, went to the building, but he did not enter the school building to confront the killer. In fact, we now know, and by the way, for the first few days, and even now, the Broward County Sheriff in question, Scott Israel, we didn't really realize that it was actually the neighboring Coral Springs Police Department who responded from the next county, next community over. They came up, they just jumped right out, and the brave three or four officers, they went right in to the school trying to react and save children. Now, you've got them running in. You've got the school resource officer hiding behind a pillar. And, oh, by the way, we just learned that the school resource personnel said that they noticed at least three more of, well, Sheriff Israel's Broward County uh, Sheriff deputies. They were also staying outside, hiding behind their patrol cars. And when Coral Springs drove up and went in, these officers, these deputies from Broward County, didn't even bother to go in and help give backup on the spot in that moment to the to the Coral Springs cops. Now, my friends, it gets even deeper. Now we've heard in the last 24 hours that the EMT first responders, the medical personnel, said that when they arrived, they wanted to go in. This is after officers were securing it. The story is that the Broward County Sheriff's Office did not follow what is normal protocol today and refused them entry into the school to aid the victims inside the building. Ever since Columbine, every police police sheriff's office has changed the protocol. You don't wait for SWAT. 
precious lives when there's when, when there's an active shooter precious precious lives are being taken you go in and you neutralize the shooter now at least you think this is a right wing conspiracy even cnn's jake tapper i, I watched this video he was interviewing uh, sheriff israel within the last couple of days and in the in the interview he he in fact jake was uh, jake tapper was one that had this 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 town hall meeting He's questioning Israel about, hey, are your officers trained not to go in? Why don't he go in? You got several here. Everyone's going in. Well, the sheriff has said, you know, kind of does a spin on it. And then the sheriff says this. You know, part of what's happening here is you don't understand. You don't understand. I, I have, I've given them amazing training, amazing leadership. How about came off my chair? So did CNN's Jake Tapper. So here we got this Broward sheriff who I think is somewhat delusional. He and also said, "Well, we don't know if we'll ever be able to release the the videotapes and all the audio of everything. We just not might not be able to do that." Well, let me ask you a question: Do you think Sheriff Israel should be at least suspended from his duties until this investigation is completed? Let's have a conversation. What do you think? Join the conversation. I'm Bill Bunkley, live in Tallahassee. Here's your number, 877-943-9673. Give us a call. we got a line open. We'd love to hear from you right now. SRN News, I'm Val Dior. A Florida House committee responded to the Parkland school shootings by approving a bill that would raise the minimum age to buy any gun, requiring a three-day waiting period for rifle purchases and create a program that could allow some teachers to carry concealed weapons in the classroom. The 23-6 vote followed more than four hours of emotional discussion, including from parents of some of the 17 killed. School resumes tomorrow. The White House says it has reached an informal agreement with Boeing for two new Air Force One planes. The whittled-down price, now $3.9 billion, with a target delivery date of 2021. President Trump naming former digital advisor Brad Parscale as campaign manager for his 2020 re-election campaign. He served as the digital media director for Trump's 2016 presidential campaign. And on Wall Street today, the Dow down 299 to close at 25410 This is SRN News. Invite God along for the morning commute. Weekday mornings at 7, it's Focus on the Family. I see all over the Word of God. He places people in specific times for His purposes. And at 7.30, Pathway to Victory with Dr. Robert Jeffress. Frankly, I believe God can do whatever He chooses to do. God is not going to be put into any box we construct for Him. Strength for your morning. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. Are you looking for direction in your life? Here's today's Pathway Minute with Dr. Robert Jeffress. I was talking to a husband not long ago. He had been guilty of infidelity in his marriage. And he said to me in honest repentance, he said, Pastor, if only, if only I had been a faithful husband, I wouldn't have lost my family. And I shared with him the truth of Romans 8.28. Paul said, and God causes 
all things to work together for good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. That phrase, all things, doesn't just mean the good things in our life God is able to use. That phrase, all things, includes the good, the bad, and the ugly. God is so powerful that he uses all things to work together for good. Pathway Minute is produced by Pathway to Victory. To access the Bible teaching of Dr. Robert Jeffress, go to ptv.org. Imagine not eating for days and not knowing when or if you'll ever eat again. That's the grim reality for poor families in Haiti. Odette doesn't know when she'll be able to feed her family again. She and her husband, Jerome, care for their two grandchildren after the death of their daughter. But because of their age and poor health, it's hard to find work. Odette knows that her grandchildren aren't getting enough to eat, but she has no way to find or buy food. Poor families like Odette's suffer with no hope. They have no idea how they will survive. But you can help. Today, you can provide food every day for the next year and a lifetime supply of clean, safe water through Food for the Poor. For just $50, you can ensure that Odette's grandchildren get the food and safe water they need to survive. Would you allow God to use you to save the lives of suffering children in Haiti and Guatemala? Please make your life-saving gift right now by calling 855-353-HOPE, 855-353-4673, 855-353-4673. You can also give by clicking the Give Life banner at letstalkfaith.com. 855-353-4673. Is happily ever after possible? Yes. And you can learn the secret if you win a trip to a family life weekend to remember marriage getaway with registration, hotel, meals, and travel expenses paid. Just log on to our station website and use the keyword marriage. And when you enter, you'll also receive the free e-booklet, Nine Keys to a Lasting Marriage. Discover these relationship builders. Visit letstalkfaith.com and enter the keyword marriage. Hey, welcome back. Bill Bunkley here live in Tallahassee. We've opened up the phone lines, and uh, we'll get to uh, Chris is going to lead off uh, the inning. But our lines are open at 877-943-9673. I, uh, as you know, the Speaker of the Florida House of Representatives, Richard Corcoran, along with 70 other plus members of the Florida legislature, have uh, called for the Broward County Sheriff to uh, to be stepping aside of his duties right now. Um, the governor has said that uh, he was not uh, in a position to do that yet. He was wanting to see uh, some of the um, information coming out of the investigation. But um, I want to add this as well. In addition to the fact that we're getting disturbing reports about the leadership. I mean, this is about leadership. If you have not one, not two, not three, but now you have four different uh, sheriff's deputies that we have a we have a school where kids are 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 are, are getting you know killed by the moment. Why didn't these first responders go in? Did the Broward County Sheriff's Office have a have a different set of criteria that these officers are following? I heard someone say that an officer somewhere down there said, you know, you know what, when it's all said and done, we're going to protect the public, but we want to go home at night. Really? Now, I don't want to take for granted, and, and anybody can freeze. Um, it doesn't mean that you have consequences on a on a failure of this level, but the question is, what's going on here? 
is uh, Sheriff Israel, is it his leadership that, that may be a part of this? Now, the other thing is, is that usually a, a leader will take responsibility, the person at the top. Sheriff Israel says it's not his responsibility that he gave amazing leadership, his word, about himself. He's an amazing guy. He gave amazing leadership, and uh, he can't help if, if uh, he's got an officer or two that, uh, you know, failed to perform. And by the way, he's thrown, officer's name is uh, Sheriff Peterson, he, he, he's thrown him under the bus as well. There's no doubt about that. It's everybody but Sheriff Israel. Now, according to CNN, and I'm looking at the log right here, CNN is reporting Kurt Devine and Jose Paglieri, CNN investigates, records obtained from the Sheriff's Office, Broward Sheriff's Office, by CNN show, the law enforcement agency received at least, are you ready for this, 45 calls for service relating to Cruz or his brother, that's the shooter, excuse me, I messed up, normally I don't mention the name, the shooter, the shooter or his brother from between the years of 2008 and 2017. Now, the sheriff's office, Sheriff Israel, basically said that uh, Lorsch, who she represents the uh, spokeswoman for the NRA, she quoted this number close to this, and he insisted that they received no more than 23 calls for service regarding the shooter. Well, some of the calls are for the shooter, some for his brother. Obviously, this is a troubled family. Do you think that the Broward Sheriff's Office could have done better? We're already scrutinizing the FBI. We're already scrutinizing DCF. Why we're talking about Broward County Sheriff Scott Israel is because he is absolving himself of any responsibility. What do you think? Is he responsible and should he be suspended? 877-943-9673. First up is Chris in Tampa. Chris, welcome to Bill Bunkley Show. Hey, thanks a lot, Bill. How are you doing today? Uh, every day it's something else. Yeah. Every day it, it, it is something else. And I think um, I'm a spiritual guy, so uh, I really think that uh, God's trying to tell us something here. Um, but we'll see if uh, we get it as a people. Your thoughts about this latest uh is this guy should is this guy amazing and should he just keep on trucking or or should he step aside for a while until we find out the facts? I well, mean, I'd be concerned if I was living uh, in the unincorporated areas of Broward right now under his uh, under his uh, taking care of me. His his uh, quote unquote leadership, yeah. Um, no, I agree with you that God is definitely trying to send a message here um, to really focus on our youth and and focus on what's behind all of this. But uh, for this conversation, I think. Uh, uh, he has to be at least suspended, you know, pending further investigation, you know, um, because, you know, his attitude, we can't, I can't judge the guy guilty because he's got a bad attitude. You know, I think he is a bit cocky and he loves to be on TV and, you know, he's, he's fantastic. He's never done anything wrong, basically, is the attitude that he's giving. And, and that can turn a lot of people off, but we do got to wait and see. I mean, you know, just like uh, if one of your employees, you know, went and did something wrong, you know, on the show there, you know, people are going to call for you to be fired, you yep. know. And, I mean, there are cases where it's not, you know, it may not come down on Scott Israel that his deputies didn't react. They may have froze. They may have gotten scared. We, you know, we don't know what really happened. Uh, as far as we know, the the guidelines on the books was to be you rush in there and you do what you have to do, and they didn't listen. So I think 
you know, without rushing to say the guy should be, you know, fired from his job, at least be suspended until they can do an investigation. You know what I mean? That's kind of how I'm seeing it. Well, uh, but I'm adding the three other officers now, or deputies. Mm-hmm. We've got three other deputies. The Coral Springs crew that went in, yeah. without question, said there was three more hiding behind their cars. And they made it very clear that even when they went in, there was no inclination by the other three Broward deputies to hop from behind their cars and to go in with them and to back them up. That 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 is, see, it's not just one person. Now we've got a sense that, uh, you know, you've got fellow law enforcement first responders mm-hmm. running mm-hmm. in, and we got three more that's just hanging out saying, you know, not me. Now, now maybe that's not the right. process. I don't understand this, Chris. I, I, I really don't understand this. And until yeah. somebody is there leading this department, uh, reviewing in 24 hours what are the guidelines and know when we if we had another situation here this afternoon we the policy here is not to wait by your car you go in and especially if you got three other guys going into a mass shooting you get there you follow in behind them and back yes. them up am I wrong or right no you are absolutely correct on that and and that's the part that leads me and a lot of people to believe that perhaps this is a agency issue that it's a department issue that they that they were told not to go in uh, and if that's the case then there's definitely have to be some answers found because i i can't even get my head around why that would be the case you know um and there's a lot of you know like you said there was uh, you know israel says there was 23 calls that he received about you know about the shooter and you know, the reality is, again, we can't say, well, he should have been arrested on one of those cases because we don't really know what was all involved in that. But uh, certainly there's a lot of people that failed in this case. Uh, you know, Child Protective Services definitely should have been all up in that family, seeing what's going on, you know, if there's this many calls and maybe could have, you know, gotten the uh, the shooter the help that he needed before he snapped. Let me demonstrate something for you. I have in my hand a copy I obtained. This is the incident report by address. This is the shooter's address, okay? Now, granted, it's either the shooter or the shooter's brother, okay? But let, let me just go down the list here. I mean, it's it's two pages. It, it It's 40-plus calls. Let me give you a little flavor here. I'm not going to go through the dates, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the, the call type, okay? Sure. Police service call, police service call, domestic disturbance. Disturbance, mentally ill person, police service call, domestic disturbance, information, police service call, child uh, elderly abuse, domestic mm-hmm. disturbance, police service call, 911 hang up, recall, police service call, police service call, police service call, civil matter, um, police service call, police service call, disturbance, domestic disturbance. Uh, disturbance, juvenile, information, police service call, domestic disturbance, uh, missing person, uh, police service call, information. Now, that's just page one, Chris. And, and so Oof. I'm giving you the flavor here. This is like this is like a rap sheet. This is like one of those horror stories you hear about somebody who's out and commits a crime, and you find out their rap sheet is just, is just voluminous. I've just given you one page of the description of the service calls, uh, hello, Chris. Do, do we have a problem with this address? That and then when you get other information, yep. Yep. hey, this guy's getting ready to maybe shoot up a school. 
Neighbors, uh, I read some of a neighbor who said he told the police this guy's ready to explode. What does it take? While the sheriff right. is out there tout, touting from day one, hey, see something, say something from day one. Well, in his agency, what good does it do? With yeah. the FBI, what good does it do? With DCF? What? So I, I'll give you the last word, but, I mean, that's normally I never go down this road, and, and I'm only calling for him to be suspended, not fired. He needs to be suspended till the investigation is done because I believe you're innocent until proven guilty. But yeah. I don't think this guy should be in a supervisory capacity right now. Your final thoughts. No, you're absolutely – I agree with you on that, and, and that's the one of the big questions that needs to be answered is did this department call Child Protective Services? Did they take any steps outside of their service calls, outside of their report taking? Did they do anything to try to draw attention to what was going on in this home? If they didn't, that's on Scott Israel. That, that, that's just it because there, then there should be definitely some kind of new protocols and guidelines that, uh, that need to be put in place. I think it just remains to be seen. Absolutely. It's all about leadership. And so, it yeah, Chris, is. I mean, I I, I, um, I thought about doing this topic yesterday. I didn't. But when I actually when I saw Jake Tapper last night and I saw the video clip and it was when he asked Sheriff Israel, he goes, Sheriff Israel says, no, 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 I, I, I've given amazing leadership. If you get a chance to see the clip and the reason why I mentioned Jake Tapper is because he's definitely not one of our right wing guys, if you want to call him that. No, I mean, this is not. CNN, and he was startled. And by the way, he was the host of that town hall when Sheriff Israel and Donald Lorsch was doing her thing. But if you get a chance, look at that clip. I mean, he's like, are, are you kidding me? You just told me that you're awesome with your leadership? And uh, that sealed it for me last night, I'm saying. You know what? We, 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 we've, got to, we, we've got to protect those folks down there. So if it was my situation in my area, I'd say, hey, Step aside, suspend. I'm not for firing them. Let's do the investigation and get the findings. But, Chris, thanks Absolutely. for being with us today. You always have a great insight. P- pleasure. I being appreciate with you. it. Appreciate it. Uh, God bless you, brother. All right. What do you think? Um, maybe, you th- maybe you think I'm uh, on the wrong side. Um, 877-943-9673. Do we want to take this after the break, uh, Mike? All right. Who's with us? Jay. JB, Tampa St. Pete, good to have you with us, JB. Yes, uh, we had met during the uh, political tour over there in Tampa, and I'd given you a guide card uh, to um, juvenile detention ministry. Yes, yes, and, yes. And I, and I was wondering, I wonder if I had, because I've, I've sent out thousands of packages if they fill out a postcard, but then I was listening to the news, and they had 45 calls, and the guys never – um, been given the opportunity to go to juvenile detention center. Not that that that, that alone would have helped him, of course. But when you when you see the the uh, leader bragging, we reduced juvenile crime by sixty percent because you didn't do anything about it. Um, you know, it's well, Jay, JB, JB, hold on, hold on. We'll have a couple. We'll have a couple minutes after the break. I want you to come back and share with me and our audience. Your thoughts about intervention, um, what should have been done after 45 calls. We'll have a couple minutes left, so if you'll hold on after the break, I want our folks to hear because, uh, as I said, something's up in Broward, and I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. You can call as well, 877-943-9673. Bill Bunkley live in Tallahassee on a very emotional day here at the Capitol. Don't go away. I'll be right back.
Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, all your repair is free. Tires worn out, not only are you going to pay for a new set plus installation and balancing, they're going to charge you for tire disposal and still possibly sell your old ones to someone else. Same for car batteries. You pay for a new battery and you get saddled with that bogus disposal fee. We're different. At Mr. Sparky, when we install new ceiling fans, we'll buy your old ones for $25. That's $25 off your bill per fan. Same goes for old light fixtures. Electrical panel overloaded? We'll give you $100 for it when we install a replacement. That's $100 off your bill, and we'll take your old panel. Mr. Sparky repairs your electrical system with quality parts at a reasonable price and pays you for your old parts. Like the jingle says, You don't have to put up with any malarkey called 888-8-SPARKY. Buyback applies only to fans, fixtures, and parts replaced or repaired by Mr. Sparky. For so long, I'd had that little hidden sin. It was a secret. No one knew. So I'd convince myself it really wasn't hurting anyone, but, but what if my wife or kids found out? Hmm. Harmless? It would have ruined me. The problem was, who could I talk to? I needed someone I could confide in, but, but this was so personal. Who could I trust? He found someone to trust, and so can you. We're Faithful Counseling, the world's largest platform for faith-based professional counseling. All of our licensed and experienced counselors are qualified and certified by the state board, and many are trained in addiction counseling. But more importantly, we share your Christian values. Available 24-7 by text, messaging, phone, and video conferencing, all from the comfort of your own home. Try it for the first week free by going to FaithfulCounseling.com and use the invite code word TRUST. That's FaithfulCounseling.com and use the invite code word TRUST to get your first week free. Faithful Counseling, we're here when you need us. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. Let's remember what all the Mueller, Memo, and FBI hubbub is about, the accusation that Trump colluded with Russia to get himself elected. One of the rules for determining who did something is to ask cui bono, who benefits from the election of Trump. Not Russia, that's for sure. The Trump trade has been terrible for Russia. We just published analysis at Town Hall Finance, which shows that Russia was the worst performing of the world's 40 investable markets during Trump's first year in office. Poland... A Russian rival was one of the best. Trump policies have been highly detrimental to Putin's interests. Most notable is Trump's pro-energy stance, which Putin mouthpieces like cable outlet RT have been denouncing. If Trump really was elected by Russian money, it's one of the worst investments any nation has ever made in human history. I'm Jerry Boyer. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. America's unique graduate leadership degree offered on its most beautiful campus. Imagine a school where students memorize great works of literature beginning in kindergarten. At the Classical Academy of Sarasota, they do. Imagine a school where students are taught cursive, formal grammar, and how to decode the English language as opposed to sight word reading. Imagine a school where history and science are taught every day of the week. Imagine a school where students learn to create complete thoughts and speak and write in complete sentences. At the Classical Academy of Sarasota, they do. Imagine a school where students take formal logic, rhetoric, and Latin. At the Classical Academy of Sarasota, they do. The Classical Academy of Sarasota is a pre-K to 12th grade campus founded with the help of Hillsdale College. TCA is grounded in the teaching of virtue and completely free from the common core. If this is the kind of school you always imagined for your children, contact us at tcasarasota.com. That's tcasarasota.com. 
Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here live in Tallahassee. We are talking about the uh, the cumulative effect of all of what we're learning about the action or inaction of the Broward County Sheriff's Office, who, well, it's led by Sheriff Scott Israel. And uh, if you're just joining us, I'm, uh, I'm convinced I'm making the case that uh, the sheriff should be suspended immediately pending the outcome of the investigation. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. I just uh, wheeled off uh, just one of the two pages of all the service calls and whether it was domestic, uh, uh, you know, abuse, elderly abuse, uh, a police service call. Uh, JB from St. Pete is on the line, and uh, JB was um, making a point about uh, all these service calls. And I can tell you, I was uh, spent uh, some time with uh, our Hillsborough County Sheriff, uh, Chad Cronister on Saturday over at the district uh, headquarters uh, over by the Citrus Park Mall. We didn't talk about this topic, but I got to tell you, with these many service calls and no action, no follow-up, no referrals, JB, I want to get you back in here real quick. Um, tell us what you think about this. And uh, with these two troubled brothers, uh, are there any alternatives that uh, maybe in other jurisdictions these kids could have got some help? Yes, okay, let's start. Number one, the service calls is a dereliction of duty on behalf of the Sheriff's Department, okay? Um, you know, and then on the officer's department at, at the time of the scene, um, it, it, they should be suspended and the sheriff should be suspended, and his dereliction of duty is, um, you know, far exceeds theirs. Now, you know, I ha- I've hung out for Juvenile Detention Center for 15 years, and like I said, I, b- I was going to see if they had filled out a postcard, but then I read, I li- listened to the TV that they'd been read, they were saying 25 times, and they've never been arrested or, or charged with anything because there's two things that happen. You know, um, Charles Colson's book, he was uh, Nixon's attorney in Watergate. I, I, my, my discussion with a young man has been on that, and you know, crimes are a morality. So you need to take care of the moral issue first, and also you need to take care of the mental issue. But you can't identify the mental issue until you sit down and, and do an analysis. And I do it. I've done it for J. 15 years at JDC, and I follow up with a young man, and and I challenge them to hang out with a criminal and to join a gang when they leave. What that means is the definition of a criminal is someone who's been convicted of a crime. His name is Jesus Christ, and a gang is a group of people, and and those are Christians. Let me ask. Let me let me jump in. We're about out of time, but JB, how? the uh, we've got two failures at the fbi level we've right. got 45 here we've got dcf that came out he was cutting himself and one of the counselors psychiatrist psychologist said he's not a threat to himself um i know part of this is there needs to be a clearinghouse where first of all the agencies do what they're supposed to do but the other thing is Correct. all these are at one database just just in a minute or so how how appalled and frustrating uh, is it that uh, you you know the system, we're facing all these failures, but yet we're here in Tallahassee. Uh, I know there's more to be done, and I'm glad we're doing what we're doing, but how come there's not an outrage at what we didn't do? Well, you know, there's always an outrage after the fact. 
and the, and the bottom line is, um, you know, where instead of instead of incarcerating and helping and, and and finding out how how can we, instead of getting your direction from the street, you know, where else can you get it and maybe do a relocation or send them to a program, uh, military academy or something because you're going to spend thirty thousand dollars seventy five percent come back to JDC and and seventy five percent they go to prison come back, so guess what. You need to address the program now and in those terms, and it starts with that sheriff's department, and that's complete failure on their part. All right. JB, you're the man. Thanks for giving us uh, a little bit of professional guidance here. And, again, uh, I know you must be frustrated. I'm frustrated, and uh, I'm just uh, praying that we have some good guidance here. But, hey, thanks for being with us. we gotta, we got to get out of here for the first hour. My Thank friend you. JB from uh, St. Pete. <clears throat> Well, coming up in a moment, we'll go to the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, got a couple topics that I want to talk about. Um, do you realize that when you make a certain amount of money, you end up being less happy? Got some research here I'll share for those of you who um, kind of worship that uh, worship the greenbacks. And um, we're also going to have a chance to talk with uh, Steve Hemphill. He's got a new book, What Are the Stakes? And it has to do with life. It has to do with challenges. It has to do with spiritual warfare. Steve is in our area and looking forward to have a conversation with him during the next hour. And, again, our phone lines are still open. You want to join the conversation, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, coming up in a moment, I'm going to be heading over to the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show exclusively on our Faith Talk stations. If you'd like to wander over, if you're not with us already in those frequencies, that's AM 570, AM 910, or in Lakeland, 102.1. If you are listening uh, this afternoon on The Biz, uh, we're excited because the Consumer Quarterback Show is up next, and Jay Sekulow is up next on both of our answer stations as well as those FM stations. So for those of you I bid farewell, we'll see you tomorrow. For all others, I'll see you on the other side on Faith Talk. Studies show if you sleep next to someone who snores, you could be losing an hour of sleep every night. I'm Trina Webster, and I don't have that problem anymore. I'm Dan Webster. We're the founders of Z-Quiet. We know how snoring can turn your sweet dreams into a nightmare of shoving, poking, and morning frustration. Not to mention those dreaded trips to the couch in the middle of the night. Snoring was a real problem for us. I tried everything, even surgery, but nothing worked. That's when we developed an amazing solution called Z-Quiet. Z-Quiet is easy to use and works immediately so you can sleep comfortably without making a sound. Just pop it in before you sleep and kick snoring out of bed forever. Millions of people are sleeping better every night thanks to Z-Quiet. So if better sleep is one of your goals, go to GetZQuiet.com. Get $20 off the regular price when you text SLEEP to 246810 or go to GetZQuiet.com. Text SLEEP to 246810 or go to com and get $20 off today. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. 
In keeping with the terms of his plea deal, special counsel Robert Mueller is dropping some 20 charges against former Paul Manafort partner Rick Gates. Those charges include bank fraud and tax fraud. And a federal judge has sided with the Trump administration on a challenge to the president's proposed border wall with Mexico. After a 10-day break, members of Congress are returning to work under hefty pressure to respond to demands for more gun laws in the wake of the Parkland, Florida school massacre. But House Majority Whip Steve Scalise, himself a victim of an assassination attempt, says he has a lot of questions about why law enforcement hadn't caught up with the accused school shooter gunman in Florida. The FBI had this guy's name on a silver platter, uh, not just innuendo. And there were a lot of students in that school that said, we think he's going to be a school shooter. He himself said he wanted to be a professional school shooter. Attorney General Jeff Sessions says Justice Department officials think they can ban rapid-fire bump stock devices without action from Congress. Sessions says the department believes gun accessories like the one used in last year's Las Vegas massacre can be banned through the regulatory process. This comes after President Trump ordered the Justice Department to work towards banning the devices. In Charlotte, North Carolina, where mourners continue to file past the casket of the late Billy Graham, Another ex-president paid a visit to the evangelist's library today. After paying his respects to Mr. Graham, former President Bill Clinton defended Graham's practice of counseling U.S. presidents. Those of us who are Christians believe in a God of second chances, and the politicians need those more than anybody else. So you got to cut him a little slack for trying to give a willing ear and an open heart without regard to his political preferences. Clinton said Graham was a profoundly good man. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 299 points. The Nasdaq dropped 91. The S&P lower by 35. More on these stories at townhall.com. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. It's probably been about 10 years ago. I had quite a few credit cards. The interest on the cards was really high. I was making the minimum payments, but barely. And it was just getting to be too much, so I called Trinity. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976 to talk to a certified counselor. They met with me, and they were able to get all of my credit cards in one lower payment. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. They did help me learn how to manage my money. Now, you know, we have a house, and we're doing a lot better. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. My name is Holly, and I am debt-free for keeps. 1-800-990-6976. A new Anti-Defamation League report shows a big increase in cases. The Anti-Defamation League says it found 1,986 anti-Semitic incidents last year, up from 1,267 the year before. It's the highest total since 1994, and it is the largest single-year increase since the group began collecting data in 1979. The organization's national director and CEO, Jonathan Greenblatt, says what he calls the alarming increase appears to be fueled by emboldened far-right extremists, as well as, he puts it, the divisive state of our national discourse. I'm Shirley Smith. Macy's department stores broke out of its three-year sales funk, reporting a healthy sales gain at existing stores for the holiday period as it benefited from an improving economy and its own initiatives like an overhauled customer loyalty program. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters.
German cities will be allowed to ban older diesel vehicles from some areas following a landmark court ruling. This ruling means that cities like Hamburg can now legally press ahead with plans which were already in the pipeline to, for example, ban temporarily certain types of diesel vehicles from the most congested, the most polluted roads during certain times. Now, it'll be welcomed in certain cities like Hamburg, but others are furious about the idea. Frankfurt, for example, is saying we're certainly not going to impose a ban. There are huge concerns about the local economies of towns and cities if you suddenly start taking diesel cars off the road. BBC correspondent Jenny Hill from Hamburg. President Trump reached an informal deal with Boeing to provide the next generation Air Force Ones. A spokesman says the $3.9 billion fixed price contract for the new planes will save the taxpayers more than $1.4 billion. More on these stories at townhall.com. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored in part by EDI Travel. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open. In Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free, 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon and welcome back for those of you who were with me during the first hour. And greetings to you who are just joining us. I'm, uh, I'm not in Tampa. I'm actually here at the state capitol in Tallahassee, Florida at our broadcast post at the TCC Center for Innovation, which is... Um, Hey, if I walked across directly across the street, I'd be on the grass of the Florida Supreme Court from my location. And if I just walked catty corner across the street in front of the Supreme Court, I'd be on the Capitol grounds next to the 22-story uh, center office space for the Capitol. Of course, the Senate and the House wings on either side. So um, here, and uh, I must tell you that uh, I don't think the legislature is going to actually end on time which would be a week from Friday, but I can tell you that I'm very much looking forward to um, being reunited with my family. I want to remind you that uh, I am president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission, and if you would like to um, um, get our weekly updates, uh, we have a lot more opportunity to keep you informed of uh, important issues from a Christian worldview, a socially conservative worldview. I invite you to go to our website at floridareligiousliberty.com. That's floridareligiousliberty.com, and you can sign up for our email post there. We go in a lot more deeper than um, uh, what we can do here on the program. Well, let me tell you that we've got a couple co- topics to cover, um, but uh, we've got a special guest joining us uh, at the bottom of the hour. Steve Hemphill is a Christian author and um has a, a book that um, he has published, What Are the Stakes? And I don't know about you, but uh, I can tell you that I deal with spiritual warfare. 
There's no doubt about it. I deal with uh, the attacks from the evil one. So going to have a chance to talk about that. I know that in certain sectors, uh, uh, you know, on the view, the fact that I even pray or dare, should I say, that in my spirit I heard something back from the Lord, I would be classified as someone who needs to go get some mental health, mental health help. But um, those of us uh, who have had that uh, wonderful experience of being born again and um, uh, we uh, die to ourselves and we let the Holy Spirit just uh, lead and guide, well, we know that there's a whole different side of that coin, a whole different side of the story. So that will be coming up a little bit later on in our program. I wanted to share, you know, oftentimes we have our our, our wide-ranging format from 4 to 5. And, of course, I'm uh, speaking to an audience uh, of conservatives on our answer stations. I'm speaking to our business office, uh, our, our business listeners on the biz. And, of course, those of you that listen here on Fate Talk for for the first hour, you know that I'm speaking to you on that platform as well. I really like the second hour because it gives me an opportunity to really hone back in on um, who I am and my my world of you and opportunities sometimes to pray. And so I want to follow up. Uh, got a couple of interesting stories for today and tomorrow. I don't know what we'll get to today. One is uh, the idea of a new story about those of you that are chasing, you know, um, to be a multimillionaire or a billionaire. Interesting story about how much is enough um, in terms of uh, human nature. We'll, we will get to that here shortly. But um, on the human side, I mentioned during the first hour that last week we had um, about 100 uh, of the students from the Parkland High School come here to Tallahassee. They were joined by literally thousands of others. Huge rally on the steps of the old Capitol. That was this. That was last week. Now this week, yesterday, we had hundreds of people who were here who donned orange shoots, uh, shirts. Um, there's a uh, there's a gentleman out of Miami. The mayor of Miami is running on the Democratic ticket to be governor. He's a multimillionaire. Anyway, he paid for all the buses, the food, all the transportation for the folks to come up and have those orange shirts. So, of course, there's a, a little bit of buzz about his motivation since he's trying to get well-known and wants to be governor. So I'm sure, you know, for our purposes here, we will assume he has a, a pure and a just heart. But got to tell you that, uh, you know, a lot of people are questioning why he did what he did. Was there a selfish motive? And, you know, that's what you and I, we have to fight with all the time, is our motives. Why do we do something? Do we do something because we are prompted by the Holy Spirit? Or do we do something because uh, we're selfish? Do we do something because uh, uh, we want to feather our own cap? You know, that's something that we deal with moment by moment by moment. But um, setting that aside, I wanted to share a little bit about... um, for those of you who are our prayer warriors and our supporters here on this program, I was mentioning during the first hour that this week the parents, many of the parents took the bus ride up from Marjorie Stoneman, the high school there, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. So a little bit, little, a huge difference this week in the committee meetings. I've been listening, interacting, and, uh, you know, the parents being here sharing is a whole lot different than the kids last week. And uh, though we have a lot of parents that are demanding, they're a little less demanding. And a lot of the parents, 
who understand this is a, a difficult topic with a, a divided philosophy in terms of some of these things. Um, it was a very encouraging, uh, uh, at least the point where I was, I was encouraged because instead of all the demands, it was a little more opportunity for conversation. But um, there was one parent that, um, there's two stories I want to tell you. There was one uh, woman, well, let me tell you this story first. Uh, Representative Moskowitz, who is the Democratic leader, actually went to this high school where the uh, shooter conducted his massacre. Actually lives not far from there. In fact, uh, his either his son or his daughter was in the pre uh, was in the pre K or the preschool just a couple of blocks from the school. So when this thing was happening, his wife called him right away. You know, certainly uh, just the just the moment of sheer terror. Um, because this is a community where a lot of people know each other. I mean, it's Parkland. It's out by the Everglades near the Sawgrass Expressway. It's kind of a community in and of itself. And, um, and so, you know, obviously this was rocking their world. One thing I didn't know that the representative shared today, that while we were watching this unfold, and you know that we go live here in the Bill Bunkley show when these events are happening in the afternoon, so... As we are covering this event uh, for the first two hours from 4 to 6, it happened about 2 or 2.30. Uh, I did not realize that uh, as the kids were evacuated from that school, they were taken to another school. I only learned just hours ago from the sharing of his testimony in the committee meeting that a lot of those parents... Again, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to lump this in with the other conversation, but it certainly is relevant to the investigation. Apparently, the Broward County Sheriff's Office, who over who were the ones overseeing this entire emergency situation, they brought these kids to this other school. And apparently, it wasn't until, according to the representative, it was not until 12:30 in the morning. Worried parents were outside, you know. Now, some of these kids kids had cell phones. I, I, I get it that a lot of them were able to borrow a cell phone, tell mom and dad. But I don't know what all was involved with this. I, I want to dig a little bit deeper. But these parents, um, they didn't start reuniting the kids to like, what, 1230 in the morning? Now, that's what the representative said. And so that story just really, I, I was like, Lord. My Lord, Jesus, what, on top of the other situation, just horrible. And then the parents, you know, all you want to do is hold your child. All you want to do is hug your child if your child is alive, if your child is not in the hospital. And, of course, not knowing which of those three categories is certainly taxing in and of itself. And then, but prior to that, one of the, one of the moms that came up, uh, she's got four children, and um, one of her daughters, she survived. Took a while for them to be, reuni- be reunited, but that mom gave her testimony about what she went through that afternoon. And I want to tell you, it was riveting. It was riveting. And 
unless you're here, you can see it on TV, you can hear it on my radio program, other radio programs, but last week I was in the press conference with the kids. This week it's the moms. And uh, I got to tell you, I, I am emotionally spent. I was sharing that with Mrs. Bunkley earlier that, I mean, you know, I am, I can tell it's the end of the session. But um, I hope if you are a mom or a dad, or you were ever a mom or a dad, grandmom, granddad, only you as a parent or a former parent, if you just take a moment to separate the world from you and just ask the Lord to, to let you meditate and think upon this, this is... This is one of the most horrible experiences a mom and dad can ever go through. Certainly the most horrible experience, something these kids could have never had unfold before their eyes. Uh, The sound of the carnage in their ears. The, The adrenaline flowing as they were trying to hide in closets, hide or... The young boy, the young boy, the young ROTC officer that held that door open. Incredible, incredible price that he paid. So, Lord, I just want to take a moment and pray, Father, for everyone in this process. I want to pray for the students, pray for the first responders, pray for the moms and dads. Pray for the governor and the cabinet. Pray for senators, both House and Senate, Democrat, Republican, liberal. I'm not liberal, but moderate, Father, excuse me. Uh, I just pray, Father, lift them up and lift all of us up. And, um, Father, it's just so evident that, uh, uh, you know, I'm so ashamed that we invited you out of our schools. We disinvited you from our life, and we have, uh, we have, uh, we have, we this culture, this society has sold our children a, a bill of goods, Father. That there is no absolute truth. We know that you are absolute truth. We know that you are the way, the truth, and the life. No one, no one comes to the Father. No one enters into eternal life except through you. That is our. That is our steadfast faith as much as we may be criticized but father i just want to just pray for these children children who have been told there's no right or wrong there's no yes or no there's no absolute truth everybody does what is right in their own eyes and look at the chaos father forgive us for not following you but father if there be a pathway back which i know there is for a revival father just lead out Thank you that I have this opportunity to, during this hour, to, to, to ask literally thousands of people to join me to come to your throne and to pray to you. We ask these things in the name of your precious son. Amen. All right, let's take a time out. I'm Bill Bunkley, live in Tallahassee. Your phone lines are open. If you have a question or comment, uh, always welcome to see if we can um, get that in. 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. When we come back, how much is too much? Got a news, got a little report out about money. And it's not a 
necessarily from a Christian worldview, might be something to think about if you're really rushing around this afternoon to grab lots of it. And, of course, uh, coming up later, author Steve Hemphill talks about spiritual warfare. That on the Bill Bunkley Show, live from Tallahassee. Don't go away. Be right back. and not knowing when or if you'll ever eat again. That's the grim reality for poor families in Haiti. Odette doesn't know when she'll be able to feed her family again. She and her husband, Jerome, care for their two grandchildren after the death of their daughter. But because of their age and poor health, it's hard to find work. Odette knows that her grandchildren aren't getting enough to eat, but she has no way to find or buy food. Poor families like Odette's suffer with no hope. They have no idea how they will survive. But you can help. Today, you can provide food every day for the next year and a lifetime supply of clean, safe water through Food for the Poor. For just $50, you can ensure that Odette's grandchildren get the food and safe water they need to survive. Would you allow God to use you to save the lives of suffering children in Haiti and Guatemala? Please make your life-saving gift right now by calling 855-353-HOPE, 855-353-4673, 855-353-4673. You can also give by clicking the Give Life banner at letstalkfaith.com, 855-353-4673. I'm just so upset. I'm having so much trouble getting to sleep, only to wake up in the middle of the night worrying all over again. I'm wearing down. There's no one I trust, no one I can open up to. But I've got to find someone I can talk to who can't keep going on like this. She found help, and so can you. We are Faithful Counseling, the world's largest platform for faith-based professional counseling. Our Christian counselors are all licensed, trained, and experienced, qualified and certified by the state board. But more importantly, we share your Christian values. Available 24-7 by text, messaging, phone, and video conferencing from the comfort of your own home. We'd like to invite you to try your first week free by going to FaithfulCounseling.com and use the invite code word HELP. That's FaithfulCounseling.com and use the invite code word HELP to get your first week free. Faithful Counseling, we're here when you need us. If you have a damaged windshield, keep your family safe with a premium quality replacement and a lifetime warranty from Autoglass America. If you have comprehensive insurance, we'll buy back your old windshield for up to $100 cash on the spot. Come to you with free mobile service and install a new premium quality windshield all at no cost to you. Be safe. Call today for fast claims processing. Remember, we turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. Autoglass America. Over a million Floridians petitioned to put Amendment 3 on the ballot this November. Amendment 3 will put voters, not politicians, in charge of casino gambling. And that's got Tallahassee politicians and lobbyists scrambling for gambling. They're trying to expand gambling now, before voters have their say in November. And that is exactly why we need Amendment 3. The politicians can't be trusted. And they're proving it at this moment. For decades, casino gambling gambling was decided by the voters. Then, politicians tried to legalize casinos without voter approval. Voting yes on three puts you back in charge. It's not about where you stand on gambling. It's about who you trust. The politicians or the people. Tell the Tallahassee politicians. Let the voters decide gambling. Just leave it be until Amendment 3. Paid political advertisement paid for by voters in charge. 2640A Mitcham Drive, Tallahassee, Florida, 32308. Then bursting forth in glorious day. 
Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. And never forget about the precious blood. You know, many churches uh, don't even like to talk about the blood today, much less people who don't want to use the J word, the Jesus word. But uh, we use both, and we are certainly um, under the blood as we ask for constantly for the Lord Jesus to guide us. Hey, I just want to give you a, re- a reminder. I, um, I'm really hoping that you will consider my invitation to join Mrs. Bunkley and Zach and I on the pilgrimage trip of a lifetime. We're going to be uh, taking off from Tampa International Airport by way of Liberty Airport in uh, New Jersey, heading over to Tel Aviv. This is our 2018 70th anniversary of the founding of the modern state of Israel pilgrimage, and we are just so excited. And 10 days, and uh, I uh, have put together, again, a a hand-selected itinerary, not just with the the biblical uh, places that are part of uh, most tours, uh, both in Israel, but we're going to go to Petra in Jordan. Very important to understand Petra in uh, the book of Revelation and what its role is going to be. Also, the uh, to understand that the, the trade route between Egypt all the way up into modern-day Turkey and then, of course, over to um, the Greece and the Rome area in Europe. But um, I want to tell you that we are, we've, we've got a great price. It is, uh, it is $3,965 per person double occupancy. And that includes uh, four- and five-star hotels, all the airfare, all the entry fees, all the taxes, three meals a day. And uh, when you see some of the geopolitical locations that I'm going to be taking you to, not only will you come back with an understanding of um, what God is doing in Israel today, you'll just be absolutely moved by what he's done in the past. And I'm going to take you to locations that cannot be accomplished anywhere else on the earth. I'm going to take you to where future events are going to happen. Now, it's very easy. Um, we've got uh, we've had another couple that joined us uh, today, uh, but I want to tell you that um, you need to be considering, if you want to join us, uh, get that reservation in. Now, the website, uh, check out the itinerary. It's at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. And uh, if you have a question about uh, this trip, Uh, Myself or Boaz or Maggie, we'd love to talk to you and answer all of your questions. You can call us right now at 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510, And uh, we hope that that you will join us. And uh, Pastor, if you're listening or uh, head of an organization, if you would like to bring 10 or 20 of your church members or your congregation, I want to tell you, you want to energize your church? Come join us for 10 days in Israel and in Petra. And when the Lord gets done really just inspiring the folks that are going to be on this pilgrimage, watch them come back and they'll be on fire, uh, on fire for the Lord. And, of course, your church gets all the benefits. Again, that number, 813-515-1510. Well, how about that scripture verse? Could anybody out there quote me First Timothy 6.10? I'm, I'm listening. Can can somebody tell me what First Timothy six ten is? Let me share it with you. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after all, they have erred from the faith, and pierced themselves through 
with many sorrows. Now the key word here is the love of money, not money itself. But the love of money. We've all been there from time to time. We want to have a little bit more to buy something. Usually it's something for our own pleasure, for our own self-gratification. But, you know, we've all been we've all been in that hamster cage. We've all been that hamster running around on that little wheel, running, 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 stressed out and never getting anywhere. Well, that's what uh, so many people are doing, so many Christians are doing when it comes to, well, the money. Well, 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 got a little study here I want to share with you, and maybe this would be a, maybe this is a message custom designed that the Spirit has laid upon my heart to share with you. And so maybe there's somebody out there, you need to, you need to hear this, this little, bit of, uh, little bit of advice here. There is a study published in the journal Nature Human Behavior. That's Nature Human Behavior. Now, this is a secular study. This isn't a uh, right-wing Bible organization with any kind of agenda to, to match up with 1 Timothy 6.10. No, no, no. This is, this is, this is a, a study on people and money. Do you know that according to this study, nature, human behavior, that the more richer a person gets, the more money they accumulate, the more they make, do you know that they actually, at the same time, are becoming less happy? Interesting. Interesting. And, of course, you may jump directly to all the stories we've heard about people who won their various lotteries, millions of dollars, and made them miserable, people trying to, you know, steal and get them to give, and before you know it, they've gone through all their money. Now let me give you a let me give you a a number here. This study published in the journal Nature Human Behavior found that once a household reaches an annual income of a hundred and five thousand dollars, are you ready for this? Anything more than that reduces satisfaction and reduces the level of well-being. Researchers say the ideal income point for an individual is about $95,000 for life evaluation and about, well, 60 to 75,000 for to have emotional well-being. And by the way, this uh, you might have uh, this study was shared on um, news channel 8 on your side, so I want to thank them for it. Um The research behind this study was based on some data that was collected from the Gallup folks, the Gallup Gallup World Poll. It was a survey of 1.7 million individuals from, are you ready for this, 164 countries. Universal. Who would have known? 
See, those of us who are either not rich or don't consider ourselves rich, we, it doesn't occur to us that those are rich, how unhappy they are, how unsatisfied they are. So might be time to, um, might be somebody out there right now that uh, when you get home tonight, pull out your, your scripture, 1 Timothy 6.10. This is Paul's letter to his apprentice, Timothy, who he um, mentored in the faith. Paul told Timothy, quote, for the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred, they have left the faith. They have literally pierced themselves through with many sorrows. I can tell you there's a lot of folks out there who end up making a lot of money. They start making some poor choices. Sometimes to maintain that high, high cash flow, stress, heart disease, strokes, all of what happens, and yes, indeed, isn't it amazing that a secular study once again shows that this guidebook for living, the owner's manual, if you will, from the one who created us, is spot on. We know it's truthful. We know it's accurate. But isn't it great when we can put a marker down like this? All right, let's take a time out. We'll check in with uh, SRN News when I come back. By the way, have you had to deal with a little spiritual warfare in your life? Well, going to have a chance to talk with uh, Steve Hemp who's in the area and the topic is of course spiritual warfare i'm bill bunkley take a quick time out don't go away i'll be right back here's the latest from srn news with SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump's longtime aide, Hope Hicks, is declining to answer questions about her time in the White House in a closed-door interview with the House Intelligence Committee. The panel is investigating Russian interference in the 2016 election and any contacts between Trump's campaign and Russia. Hicks was Trump's spokeswoman during the campaign and is now White House Communications Director. Authorities arrested a Florida teen who threatened to kill students and had a pipe bomb in his home. A Broward Sheriff's Office news release says the 16-year-old boy was arrested Monday night at his Pompano Beach home. The release says the teen was playing an online video game that afternoon when he made the alarming statement. A tipster called Boca Raton Police, who then contacted the Broward Sheriff's Office. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says a firearms background check bill moving forward in the Senate is not a panacea to gun violence, but a step Congress could take. This is SRN News. Self-checkout seems convenient, but the store is the big winner. They save tons of money on labor, but you pay the same price. With Mr. Sparky, if you request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, we'll knock 40 bucks off the cost of our basic service call. That's right. Request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, and the service call is only $19. And I understand there's a new jingle. Problems with the electric, something's wrong. Click MrSparkyFlorida.com. Uh, yeah, we'll work on that. 
Have you written a book and want to get it published? Christian Faith Publishing helps thousands of authors just like you publish their books with a company dedicated to strong Christian values. To help you get started, we want to send you our free author submission kit. Christian Faith Publishing reviews every book submitted to us. And if your book is approved, we'll edit, design, copyright, protect, print, and distribute your book online and in bookstores everywhere. Imagine seeing your book in specialty Christian bookstores, Amazon, iTunes, Barnes & Noble, and many others. It could happen, and it all starts with one call to Christian Faith Publishing at 800-566-1012 for your free author submission kit. If you have a novel, children's book, poetry, biography, or any inspirational work you've written, we can help you get it published today. Shouldn't you work with a publisher who shares your Christian values of integrity and honesty? You can get your book published. So call for your free author submission kit right now. Call 800-566-1012. That's 800-566-1012. 800-566-1012. I'm Jenna McFarlane. When I entered the Classical Academy of Sarasota in 10th grade, I had no idea the effect that it would have on my life. Caring teachers committed to virtue expanded my view of education in a way that I never even imagined was possible. TCA kept me busy with challenging material straight through to graduation, and because of this, I entered college fully prepared for the challenges to come. The Classical Academy of Sarasota. Contact us at TCASarasota.com. That's TCASarasota.com. Saturday afternoons at 5, join us for The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward. So what we're seeing here is just an amazing explosion of new evidence and new analysis showing that it doesn't fit the Darwinian theory by any way, shape, or form. The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward. Saturday afternoons at 5 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Don't let the morning rush keep you from God's Word. Weekday mornings at 8, it's Moments of Hope with David Chadwick. And I want to invite you to find your worth in an inward reality of who you are in Christ. And at 8.30, Turning Point with David Jeremiah. This book is not just for us to intellectually assimilate, but there's something in here for us to do. Strength for your morning. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. We're back. Bill Bunkley here live in Tallahassee and uh, excited about uh, having a chat with my next guest. Steve Hemphill was born and raised in a small town in central Texas. It was Mason. He attended Abilene Christian University from 1975 to 79. He graduated with a marketing degree. And he put that talent to work when he established and ran his own technology company in northeast Texas area for almost 28 years. Built that business up to 35 employees, $6 million in annual revenue before becoming the author of a book on heaven entitled, My Search for the Real Heaven. Now, this book was a direct result of Steve, and listen very carefully, he found a sealed envelope addressed to him in his father's safe after his daddy passed away. It instructed Steve to destroy the sealed envelope without opening it. Now, that is intriguing indeed. 
Now, the first book led to a second book, My Search for Prayers Satan Hates, which is focused on spiritual warfare and the power of prayer. And his latest and third book on the topic, What Are the Stakes, is his latest. And I want to tell you that um, he does outreach lecture series. He's here in Tampa, excuse me, uh, on all of these books called Demons Versus Prayer. Well, Steve sold his business in 2009, and although he gets no salary for being in ministry, and charges no fee to come speak. He has spoken, are you ready for this, 160 cities and 16 states and three countries since becoming an author and an inspirational leader. And he has a passion for God and God's people. Steve Hemphill, good to have you on our program this afternoon, my brother. Well, it is a great honor for me to be on your program, Bill. Thank you for having me. Well, let's get right to it. You know, you spent 30 years running a business, Mm -hmm. uh, taking care of a payroll, um, doing things with excellence, and then you got called to become a Christian author and, and a Christian speaker. That's right. What led a, to you leaving that business world and, and now really cutting ties with that and, and being in this ministry? Well, the bizarre story of the envelope from Dad is what began the whole process. We we uh, helped my mom through the funeral, and then we started digging in Dad's old safe looking for the will and found this sealed envelope from Dad, uh, thick, and uh, written on the front, um, he, he was 69. He had a heart attack uh, and passed away. He was actually the mayor of my hometown. Everybody loved him, and he loved people. He he had announced the home football game in 38 years. So we said, okay, the, the will's in the safe. We started digging, and we found this envelope, and it was addressed to us, but it, it had written, he'd written on the outside, if you boys find this after I'm dead, do not open this envelope. It is not important. Destroy this envelope without opening it, Dad. And it was dated five months before he uh, he died. Now, what would you do with an envelope like that? I want to know. Well, I try and figure out. Okay, Dad, did you want me to be in your safe for something else and open it while you were alive? I mean, I don't quite know how to even respond to his request. That's that's how we felt, and we agonized over it, and we set it aside for a little while. And then a couple hours later, we're still looking for dad's stuff and looking for the will. And, and mom called and said supper was ready. And so my little brother held it up. And he said, okay, you're the big brother. You decide. What are we going to do with this envelope? And I looked at him and I said, well, you know there's a resurrection. And we're going to have to face dad. And when we walk up to him next time <laughs> face to face, I want him to be proud of us. I don't want to have to hang my head and say, you know, Dad, I, I'm sorry. You, you, you said destroy it, but we couldn't help ourselves. We just go. So we we burned it without reading it. Uh, I came back to the house and told my wife what happened, and she said, "You found what? And you did what with it? Oh, I can't wait to ask him what was in that <laughs> that envelope." And it's funny. A lot of people tell me they'd open it, and others tell me they would ask their best friend to open it, and that way that they could find out what was in it without <laughs> disobe- <laughs> disobeying. So it's always a funny, funny question to ask. What would you do? Um, but that led to you know we could have a whole conversation steve hemphill about 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 following you know following god's will instructions or following ways we can get around it you know what i mean that's That's just we don't have time today but it just struck me to where there's another spiritual story truth in that as well there is and i want to move past that because uh i just want that story led me into becoming an author and I started doing a lot of reading and research. Even though I had 35 employees and three kids, I spent two hours a day rereading my Bible looking for uh, verses about heaven because there were no books on heaven in 2000 when this happened. And I'm in Burger King one day and uh, reading my Bible, 
And this guy walks in Burger King, and he walks right up to me, and he says, son, where do you preach? He sees me reading my Bible, and he assumes I'm a pastor. You know? And I said, well, sir, I'm, I'm not a pastor. I'm just a businessman. That's my business right across the street there. And he sits down in the booth with me, uninvited, which is, you know, okay, but weird. And he started saying some strange things about the Bible. He was a retired professor from Stanford University, and he was in uh, Longview, Texas, where I live, for the weekend visiting his brother. And he just happened to run to Burger King to pick up some breakfast for him and sees me reading my Bible. So he sits there, and he starts saying some strange things about the Bible. And I looked at him, and I had just been reading in 1 Corinthians 12 and in 1 John 4, where it says, if someone can't say... Jesus is Lord, then they have a spirit other than the Holy Spirit. In other words, they have a demon spirit. And something in my head said, test that idea on this man. And so I interrupted him. I call him Dr. Smith in the book. I said, Dr. Smith, let me ask you a question. Is Jesus Lord? And this 75-year-old retired professor from Stanford got so angry at that Mm. question, is Jesus Lord? He jumped up out of the booth, and he started pacing back and forth, like a caged lion screaming at me at the top of his lungs. He said, no, who is Jesus? I don't know Jesus. You're wasting my time. And the Burger King workers would just stop, just staring with their mouths dropped open. And, you know, the the drive-thru's backing up. Everybody's staring. And I looked up at him and I said, sir, I I want you to know I'm going to pray for you that someday you can know Jesus as Lord. And that made him even madder. He screamed as he leaned over in my face, and he was trembling as he he shook his finger at me, and he said, No, don't you dare pray for me. <laughs> and I smiled, and I said, I can do it right now. You can't stop me. <laughs> and, you know, is, he, he stomped out of the that store, is, is. ran to his car, and then he floored it and burned rubber. And it dawned on me, he's defenseless against my prayers, and he knows it. And so that began my my research and study deeper into spiritual warfare. Well, 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 that leads me to my next question. And by the way, if you're just joining us, Steve Hemphill is my guest. He's in our area <clears throat> speaking. And uh, his website is HopeHelpHealing.com, HopeHelpHealing.com, if you'd like to connect with uh, Steve. You know, I tell my audience from time to time, you know, there's power in the J word, okay? We, we don't use the J word a lot because uh, of the culture around us. But, man, when you say Jesus. That's right. And there's something about the name Jesus and power in the name. So this puts us on the doorstep of this whole um, arena that's around us, the spiritual spiritual world, the spiritual atmosphere. And we're talking about spiritual warfare. So you had this experience in the Burger King. You set this guy off with the J word. Now, that started to nudge you. The Lord was working on you. Tell us about that part of your testimony. You know, uh, that led me deeper and deeper into study, and I started teaching spiritual warfare. And and it's gotten to the point, it's bizarre, but it's gotten to the point, people call me when they have a son thinking about suicide or, you know, uh, a a child hearing voices at night or having bad nightmares. And, And, you know, Satan gives nightmares. God doesn't give nightmares. But the most bizarre thing lately that's happened uh, about a year and a half ago, uh, I, I'm doing a Bible study with a young man, 30 years old. He's from a well-to-do family in my town. He's thinking about suicide. He's He's got a college degree and a good job, and, and he just quit his job. Life's not worth living. And, and his mom called me and said, would you meet with him? So we had two or three Bible studies. I had just been to Wyoming, and I got home after a, a four-day lecture series up there. And this guy calls and wants to do another study at my house. And I said, well, okay, my wife's teaching. She doesn't get home to 530. Come on over about 3 o'clock, and we do a study. In the middle of the study, we're in Genesis, by the way, he just gets angry. And he stands up. And he pours his water on the floor and throws his empty glass at my TV. 
And I'm just kind of going, is this really happening? You know, and and I stood up and I said, now, now, Sam, that's just not appropriate. I'm going to have to ask you to leave now. <laughs> and he came at me and he said, I'm not going anywhere. And he grabbed me and started squeezing, wrapping his arms around me. Now, nobody's there but me and him. And he's, I'm 180 pounds. He's about my size and height. And he was squeezing and it was hurting. And I said, in Jesus' name, get back. And he just flew backwards about three or four feet. And he started, I thought he was leaving. He walked toward the kitchen. And he and there's a back door there, but he he bypassed the back door and he went to the kitchen sink, and I I just stopped there was I was three steps from him and he starts picking up pots and pans and throwing at me as hard as he can throw, and literally I'm watching stuff come at me and it just kind of veers off nothing hit me and he's throwing stuff fast as he can throw it and I just said oh my goodness I'm gonna have to call the police first time in my life so I picked up my phone and I started walking out and I'm dialing and stuff is literally flying by me both sides of my head bouncing off the walls, and I'm giving the police my address. And about that time the police hung up, I heard crash. He started throwing my furniture mm. through the windows of my house. Mm. We had six big windows across the back of our house and a baby grand piano sitting there. He flipped the baby grand piano all by himself. It took seven of us to set it up. And he had thrown chair after chair and table after table. The TV was busted. All the furniture was upside down. I mean, it was unbelievable. And then it was only four minutes before the police got to my house, and, and he was outside and back in his right mind by then. He said, Steve, I'm sorry. Something evil took me over, and I couldn't stop it. And by the way, there were no drugs in his system. He was even checked for synthetic drugs. But, I mean, it's unbelievable the things he did in four minutes. He did $42,000 damage in, in four minutes. And and by the time the police got there, and he kind of was calm, but the policeman put him in handcuffs. And the policeman came in and looked at my house, and he said, what were you all doing? I said, Bible study. <laughs> and he said, what? I never saw a Bible study end like this. And so uh, I, I just I, I realized I'm under attack because of of my stance for Jesus. And I want to tell you, Absolutely. when I started writing my, my uh, second book, Prayer Satan Hates, my search for Prayer Satan Hates, I was praying God would give me something to put in that book that would really help people. And a Christian leader called me, and he said, Steve, i got a buddy who's not a Christian. I've been trying to bring him to Christ for 25 years, but he's been mad at God. And I know you're riding on spiritual warfare. Would you talk to him? And I said, sure. So I go meet Bill. And I say, well, Bill, what's wrong? What's going on? And he says, I have demons on my property. And I was raised very conservative. We didn't talk about demons, and I didn't know how to help that. And then he said, and I'm getting ready to commit suicide. I just want to talk to you first. Oh, my goodness. I just felt the pressure of that. And I started praying for what to say. The guy's still telling me all the reasons why there's demons on his property. And I'm just praying, Lord, what do I say? He's not a Christian. He's going to kill himself. And as soon as I prayed, a very strange verse that I hadn't read in years popped in my head from Deuteronomy 6. You're living in a land full of evil, so be sure and put my word on your gates and doorposts. Mm-hmm. And see, the mm-hmm. Jews took that literally. They put a mezuzah on their doorpost. Right. So I turned to Bill and I said, don't kill yourself. Let's try something bizarre. You know, the Bible's full of bizarre stories, talking snakes, walking on water. You know, let's put Bible verses on some tent stakes and stake out your land together and see what God does. And he said, okay, I'll try anything. Wow. And it's a long story. I don't have time to tell you now, but let me just tell you, everything changed when we did that. We just read the verses out loud, put them on some stakes, and drove those stakes all the way in the ground at the four corner of his property. And immediately... His attitude changed, and the atmosphere changed, and he became a Christian that next week. Mm. And that well, idea sort of exploded, and people started calling me to buy stakes, and I told them, make their own stakes. And before you know it, I got talked into making stakes with, with verses on them, 
and it's exploded. They're on Amazon now. They're called Spiritual Warfare Stakes, and it's just a symbol of faith. It's not a magic stake, obviously. So my life has changed, and I get calls every day with people who are doing this and trusting God and doing this act of faith. It's cool. We know Steve Hemphill. I just read yesterday, the day before, that the Vatican or the Catholic Church, they uh, they have stepped up whatever they do to certify yep. their priests um, with uh, exorcism. Exorcism. Um, I read that, too. Yeah, the, that uh, whatever is going on around the world, they're, they're having to step that up. Obviously, you've um, had experience yourself with uh, personal tax. We just got a couple minutes left. So yeah. tell me, uh, first of all, your website, by the way, uh, folks want to kind of connect. That's HopeHelpHealing.com, HopeHelpHealing.com, right. Stephen Hemphill. So what are you in the Bay Area for? I'm speaking at a couple of different churches, and I'm over here at Ottawa Baptist uh, for a meeting tonight. And I'm kind of letting people know I've got a new YouTube channel with these stories on them, so you can find that. It's a spiritual warfare channel, just my name, Steve Hemphill. There's about 12 or 15 of them uploaded. I do several a week, and it's a great way to let you share one individual story with the person that needs to hear that story. So I'm just speaking and trying to promote uh, uh, prayer is powerful, Satan's at work, but God is more powerful. That's what I'm here trying to do. I think I've heard about that small church you're at tonight uh, somewhere. Yeah, I bet uh, you have. <laughs> but I want to tell you, uh, first of all, just glad to be able to hook up with Steve Hemphill. And um, by the way, you can go to his website right now, hopehelphealing.com, hopehelphealing.com. And as always, uh, with the size of our audience, I know that uh, there are individuals right now listening to some degree, either light or intense, you're dealing with spiritual warfare. That's right. And some of you may be in deep. And so I want to invite you that uh, while Steve's in town, you can connect with him uh, right now through his website, HopeHelpHealing.com. And, of course, uh, he's going to be at two or three churches, including Idaho tonight, uh, for uh, opportunity to talk about these things. That's and, right. again, his latest book, What Are the Stakes? What Are the Stakes? And again, that might be one you want to pick up and two others go along with that. But, Steve... We're out of town. Uh, out of town. We're out, you know it's been a long day. We're out of time, Steve, and uh, thanks for being Thank with you. us. And an uh, I hope tonight that God will use you mightily while you're in our area because there certainly is spiritual warfare among us, and I appreciate you coming to, uh, to battle it, my friend. Well, thank you, Bill, and God bless your work. Take care, my friend. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Again, that's Steve Hemphill. Steve Hemphill. That uh, website is hopehelphealing.com, hopehelphealing.com. And, folks, I can tell you. Um, even today, talking to uh, our promotions and our actually our marketing uh, director uh, about uh, spiritual warfare, uh, and of course uh, Tallahassee is stressful in and of itself, um, and uh, you can really get weary. It's time of the year where I'm looking forward to uh, to having some time away. Well, coming up tomorrow, we got a great show lined up. My good friend, Representative Ross Spano. Hey, it's a, it's a double a double header for Bell Shoals Baptist Church tomorrow, because first up we have the representative that uh, is a deacon at your church, Bell Shoals, and he's going to share with me about uh, what he's uh, wrapping up, accomplishing during the last couple of weeks here, and he'll talk about his bid for attorney general, and then we're going to have his pastor, yes, the senior pastor for Bell Shoals Baptist Church, second half of the double header, Dr. Stephen Rummage. Going to talk about his radio ministry moving forward. All that coming up. And, of course, we'll have some discussions on the headlines of the day. And my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, coming up in just a moment on his radio ministry, Living Truth. Your story, part two. That's your story, part two. 
coming from Ephesians, the first chapter. And uh, don't touch that dial because as you're on your way home, boy, I tell you what, going to be blessed indeed. Well, going to wrap things up from the state capitol here in Tallahassee. Continue to keep us in your prayers because there is spiritual warfare. Until warfare. Till tomorrow, thanks for being with us. Have a great evening. God bless and good afternoon. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.